Are you ready? We are live on the mic huh. with our host DJ Deuce and Bamboo Bam. Bam. Let's get this show started. Oh, what's up, man? We're live on the mic. I'm DJ Deuce, my co-host Bamboo. What's up, Bam? What up, man? What's good? What's happening, Everything's brother? good, bro. Good. We have a good, exciting show. But before we get to the show, man, I yes. want to let people know. Subscribe to our YouTube page. Press the notification. You can join the show live with us. Comment, ask questions, man. Be a part of the show. If you don't catch us on YouTube, feel free to download the Clash TV app. Yes. Watch our episodes there, man. Dope app. Mm-hmm. Anyways, we have a business mogul. Yes, yes, yes. When you look into him, he's successful in his early age as a construction worker. Mm-hmm. Destroyed the music business. And he's still plowing through businesses right now. Let's get mm-hmm. him on, man. Chris yes, Gani. Yes. How you doing, Chris? <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's good, yeah. man. Appreciate you guys, man. Thank you uh, for having me on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, oh man. man, it's our pleasure. Hey, it's our pleasure. See my handle down there. I see you guys got your handle up there, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You know, dude, it took some practice. It yeah. took a couple yeah. episodes yeah, to get good. like this. You know what I mean? Hey, fam, what's good, man? Chilling, bro. Chilling. You know what I mean? So, you know, let's get into this right now. You know what I mean? Okay. You know, tell us how you got started in the music industry, bro. Man. You want the real story or you want the... <laughs> See, we live on the mic, baby. We live on the mic. Uh, so, you know, what's funny is the real story. I'll give you the true story. Music wasn't what we started, uh, me and my brother, Irv. Shout out, Irv got it. You know, he's yeah. through trails. I'm telling you guys, you're going to see some amazing shit from my Can't brother wait. coming okay, in myself. Okay, okay. You know, and the, it's, it's just a blessing. God is great, you know? Okay. Okay. Uh, End of the day, me and my partner at the time, Nick, he's still one of my, he's the oldest friend I have. I'm 40, I'm 55, where I knew Nick, so we're probably about 48 years. Damn. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, so he was one of my, you know, grimies back in the hood. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I know, you know, we get a word from a female friend that uh, was like, there's this money in this house. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh-huh, I feel uh-huh. you. And we like, I'm like, I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> so we went there, you know, the whole, you know. Let's get that bag. And again, I'm not bragging on it. It's just you asked, and I'm giving you the. And I it's never facts. Told, how about this? I never told this story to my brother. Damn. Ever. That's my little brother. Er's my little brother. I raised her, so I never let him know all my dirt. Mm-hmm. Right, mm-hmm. you understood. I would keep things from him, make sure he didn't go that path. Mm-hmm. Makes sense, maybe. Make sure all my friends took care of him and watched over him, just like me. So, right. So I go in there. We go in this place. You know, we have to. We see someone in there, so of course it's a little trouble, but we handle it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, duct tape works. Boom, bang, bang. And, <laughs> and duct tape's effective, shit. <laughs> We're looking over the house for this so-called money that's supposed to be in there. We don't find shit. Mm. I'm pissed off because mm-hmm. I didn't want to necessarily deal with someone in that fashion. If you yeah, yeah, nothing comes but out of the end. But you know, it's part of the game. You know, I tell people all the time: if I'm, I'm a person that pretty much did a lot of things, good and bad. So, mm-hmm. and this is early days, and I tell them: I said, mm. I've seen. I won't say seen. I've been around people that have told me 
Mm-hmm. There you um, go. Homicide, robberies turn to homicides. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. This could be. So I'm very upset that I'm in this position, and I'm telling Nick I'm not leaving without something. Mm-hmm. And the only you, thing the guy had in the house was equipment. <laughs> That's awesome, yeah. man. He got the music equipment. So we took the equipment. We took this. It was a big um, clown that they told us there was a bunch of money in, like a bank. Mm. So we took the clown, we took the equipment, and other little odds and ends, and we got the hell out of there. Now, mind you, we're in the house. It may seem like we're taking a lot of time, which we took probably way more time than we thought. But yeah, the the girl that set it up, I don't want to mention her name, but she she basically told us. No one was gonna be there. We didn't think we was gonna even run into anyone. Oh okay. wow! Found okay. out he's there house sitting. Mm. Later, he was there to house. What a terrible fucking uh, favor to do. Huh? Yeah. That <laughs> so we get through it, but that's really the beginning. And I was the DJ trying to learn how to DJ, and you know, in the neighborhood there was like a brother B. You know what I'm saying? That was one of the top DJs in the neighborhood. Mm. You know, okay, okay. Garfield and Smitty, they was DJs. And and I started, and I put this equipment in in the garage where we stayed. But I told my brother, "Don't you use my shit? <laughs> I don't want someone else to steal my shit." Right, right. If, you know, if you're stealing from someone else, you really know that's what's gonna happen back to you. Mm-hmm. And I would come home. I come home this one particular day. Irv had. All the dudes in the garage in the in the hood, and I see one of the guys walking up the driveway. I'm like, what the fuck are they doing going in oh. the back? Mm-hmm. So I go, you know, big bro, I rip up in the garage. What the fuck's going on? And yeah, it's like everyone got quiet. Like, <laughs> oh shit, it's home. Uh, Baby J, which is one of the Irv's protege DJs, Baby Jermaine, Baby J, and Baby J said, "Yo, your brother's really good." Hmm. And I tell Irv, I say, you good? Let me see what the fuck you do. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You better be good. And when I tell you the nigga, he just started fucking cutting and scratching, spinning and tricks, put the handcuffs on, doing t- all types of tricks. Oh, and I tell him, <laughs> this is a true story, I swear you, I tell him, whatever, you just keep the music down because niggas was coming in and stealing shit. But that was the last <laughs> day. That was the last day I ever touched the... Um, the equipment. I never DJ no more, and I just knew my brother. That was his gift. That was That's amazing. So what did I, do? I started taking him around to touring, like DJing, and battling mm-hmm. everybody. That's how we met Clark Kent. Shout out Clark. You okay. Know out Union Square. Irv didn't lose one battle. Damn. Irv That's didn't nice. lose one battle as a DJ, and we went up against everyone for the money. Like, and then we would get into fights afterwards. It was real. Like the, the era is different. Yeah, mm-hmm. it absolutely is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's just sure. what the air was. And coming from Queens, Queens caught a bad rep. We're from House. We're from okay. House. So we always had a bad rep. You guys in uh, uh, Canada, but Queens, in the borough of New York, in the city of New York, we have all five boroughs. Queens mm-hmm. caught the hardest because I'm going to blame KRS one for that. <laughs> I, I, I was home. I was home when that came out. That was, you know. It was, no. it was a misunderstanding. It was a misunderstanding, but a lot of people didn't catch it in the beginning. You know, so it's I mean? all good. So. I had a lot of fights with a lot of people to let them know that Queens wasn't all like that. So mm-hmm. some guys might have been, but I wasn't. And me and my dudes, we really put put it down. Yeah, we didn't. You don't win every fight, but you, I, I, like I tell everyone, I had way more fights than Mike Tyson. Mm. So at the end of the day, fighting was never an issue. 
if you ever watched the movie Juice, Juice was about the one guy in the hood yeah. that had a gun. Mm-hmm. That's right. Juice is about you got the juice because he had the gun. Mm-hmm. So in that era, only a handful of people had guns. It was really about manning up and fighting. You know, you might yeah, it is. All of that was part of the plan, and yeah, we had guns too. So it was like we caught all of it. Right. We all that, but that was the beginning of music. Because once I taught her, gave her that equipment and stopped, I just started buying records and other parts to the system that he might need. He started doing parties. He started doing mixtapes. This is all Herb, though. Mm-hmm. I just supported him. Yeah. Right. As okay. Big bro, I just supported him, made sure I was managing him, making sure we out doing everything. And one thing led to another. He gets, mm-hmm. he found the very essences. He found a guy named Mike Geronimo. Okay. At a talent, I was, at a talent I, show. I was about to bring that up, you know what I yeah. mean? I was definitely going to bring that up, like, yeah. you know, how come he didn't pursue that, you know what I mean, well, with yeah, Mike Geronimo, because he had a little you something. Why, you know, shout out Mike, again, uh, Irv finds Mike Geronimo at a Bayside High School, which is my old high school uh, in Queens, mm. uh, and Mike is uh, at a town show rapping, and Irv seen him, thought he was dope, okay. coached him. Said you ever made a record? He said no. Irv never made a record either. Okay. Right, right. Irv is just very aggressive with shit. Like he's willing to try shit. Mm. And he got Mike to say he'll make a record, and Irv looped up that beat. Next thing you know, shit's real. It's happening. It was the loop. I forget the girl. I'm bad with names. The the, the artist that made that record is called Free. Because mm. I got to be free. Mm. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. And then we Irv looped that joint up, and then that's the record that went crazy. Flex played it, and that was the end of that. Oh, and then Irv just went on a run with uh, a small record label called Blunt Records that mm. was owned by a parent company called TVT. TVT was a, a, a label that only had, like, cartoons, television. Oh, okay. TVT, okay. Television tunes is what it yeah. was really. And... Um, Man, that caught the air of Leo. I'm giving you the kind of speeded up version, but we had on TVT, just so you understand how many artists Irv had over there that he brought in. And again, I'm there helping him instrument in, incrementally, but not on a day-to-day like I did murdering. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Okay, so, so I'm there supporting him. I'm running around getting money. I'm doing construction. You mentioned that. Yep. You know, again, I have a, a huge crew. I mean, I took the whole hood and had them working with me and making money. There so I went down and powered a bunch of guys to get money awesome. early on. I'm and I'm in my twenties and we making millions of dollars uh early on and shit. And I'm like I said, I'm financing her, making sure he gets what he needs and anything. And I got my guys with him if he need any help from that standpoint or whatever mm-hmm. it was. But Irv is a he's a killer, man. He just kept going. Okay, okay. But he had that T V T he had again Mike Geronimo, Royal Flush. Mm. He had, uh, Cash Money Click, which Ja Rule was in. That's mm. right. Because he was in a group first. He had Jay-Z, DMX, mm. Pitbull, Little John. Jesus Damn. Christ. Damn. You understand? Herb was a monster, man. And okay. He was an all-star lineup. Uh, for real, yeah. you know? <laughs> so, uh, and this is on a little independent label, like Blunt <laughs> Records. Like, you know what I'm saying? And nuts, things nuts. just kept going from there. And uh, Lee caught the ear of Leo Cohen, Mike mm-hmm. Toronto did, and he was like, who is this guy? Because we, we jacked the box. So there's a video music box that used to, like a, you could order. Yeah. You could order the um, That's right, the yeah. 
you put your three pin code for whatever song it was and you pay a dollar ninety nine or whatever it might have been mm -hmm. and then they'll play that video. So at the time, Mary J. Blige, Method Man, and Biggie, those were like the hottest artists That's right. in that moment. So we knew their numbers. So whenever we seen the number at the bottom of the screen coming up that someone ordered, we made sure Mike was getting ordered the same oh, way. Right, right. Got so hit Leo to the game. Cohen, Quick. unbeknownst to us, we're just trying to make sure we get out there. And we had every, we're the reason 900 numbers are blocked. In, 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 <laughs> yeah. Because it was a 900 yeah. number. It wasn't the porn shit. It was mm. this. The porn right. was also part of it because people go to their offices and dial in the sex porn talk mm. shit mm. and run their bills up for the office. <laughs> this We was running the bill up from this. We had everyone in the offices ordering all day and night. Mm -hmm. Next thing you know, my Geronimo was on fire and Leo Cohen's like, who the fuck is this after fucking my video, all these videos? How is he getting played like this? Right. Finds out who it is and gets in touch with Irv and brings me into Def Jam shortly after. Nice, nice, um, nice. That's crazy. And the rest really just goes from there. Then we bring Jay-Z over, we bring DMX over, with Jabu, mm. and the rest is his. What, <laughs> before we get into anything else, what did we miss with them not teaming up and making like a super group, super Man, album? oh my Ooh. God, you know, this is so much, there's so much history missed inside of a, a murdering story with Irv and myself because mm -hmm. that's one for sure. Yeah. It was, Irv had, I controlled all the music in the sense of I had built out a production team for my brother. Okay. So I would have all the music, right? And then Irv would go to say Miami or whatever, LA and say, yo, we're about to make this album. Send me the beats we got for this. And then I would send him all the music. Mm -hmm. so, and then I fly out there, go fuck around, and he would make new joints while they're all together. But the bulk of the album was records that I already put aside. Yeah, he would touch the tracks up. Don't get me wrong, you know, to make them bigger or whatever it may be. He would mm -hmm. touch them up. But end of the day, I would have all these records uh, pretty much pre-ready or the tracks pre-ready for the artist. And he had about twenty joints. He wanted to go to either Trinidad or Jamaica with Jay-Z in X and just go and make an album. Damn. And they, again, it's sad because X X and uh, X said yes and then Jay said yes and then the business side of everything instead of them just saying we'll just split it a third, a third, a third, mm -hmm. let's go. Mm -hmm. It got it got into that and then it got too hairy and then Irv was basically like it's not gonna happen. Oh, okay, okay. I hate hearing that, man. I hate mm. it. Yeah, yeah, it was sad because I'm telling you, that would have been special. To yeah. this day, one of my things, uh, shout out Jay, you know what I'm saying? Jay should have let Irv and him go make an album together. It would probably be epic. Mm. I believe mm -hmm. that. Jay Z used to be right there every day. You know, he the way they got cool is because Irv, Irv was getting all his music played and Jay couldn't get his records played. Wow, mm -hmm. and he was like, "How is these records getting in?" And I was like, "Man, you, you got to come up and see this one or that one." And he basically gave him the direction, locked it all up, meetings, mm -hmm. told him what to do, and then that's actually the birth of really Rockefeller. That's okay. crazy. Okay, Irv kind of gave him and pointed him in, handheld him, and walked him in. They don't like to tell the truth or the stories. Yeah, right. But it's all good. You know, I understand it, but that's the fact. I was sitting in the middle watching it. Mm. Now, there's other parts that I'm missing, of course, on their end. Again, I'm not trying to take... Yeah, yeah, or, yeah. Or get, I'm not trying to give Herb all the credit. I would never do that. That's mm -hmm. not real. 
Dame Dash is a monster. Shout out Dame. Mm-hmm. Dame you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But Irv, they didn't know what to do, and that's the truth. They mm-hmm. came to Irv for that. Okay, okay. You know? And now, the same goes with DMX and Rough Riders. Irv gave him the blueprint. Damn, really? Shit. Now, this Murder Inc. name, who came up with that? That's How another that? great a great story. Again, it's, it's never told properly because when Irv talks about it, he never says it. But the truth of the matter is, Irv never had a label in his mind. Mm-hmm. Said, I'm going to start a record label. He never had that. All right, all right. Irv Put us on. You know, and this is a great time for all these artists or anyone listening to this, you know, artists, producers. Irv just wanted to kill and be the best producer in the world, period. Mm-hmm. That was his goal. Okay. DJ Irv, that was his his original. <laughs> DJ, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's DJ Irv Production. His his company is Top Dog Productions, not TVE from uh, you know uh, the second TVE, which is Top Dog is with uh, what's his name uh, Kendrick Lamar. And them. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's TVE. Yeah, Irv is the original Top Dog, and okay. Irv's company's Top Dog still has it. And what he did was when I come in. Basically, he was making about $5,000 a track. Wow. And he tells me, I'm not taking any less than that. Good. And I said, no problem. And I, uh, and I, he said, he had one producer with him, Little Rob, but Little Rob didn't have a lot of music. He had quality, but not a lot. Oh, okay. If he's, if he made four beats, I was selling four, three or four beats every time. Mm-hmm. If he made 10 beats, I'm selling eight of those 10. So his batting percentage was through the fucking roof. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? But at yeah. the end of the day, yeah, yeah. he didn't make a lot of material. So I tell her, I can't make no real money if I sell this little bit of beats. Mm-hmm. I said, you mind? I'm going to go bring in some producers. He said, I don't care what you do. I'm not taking less than 50%, right? And he's mm-hmm. like, and or less than 5000 I said, no problem. Nice. And I was started bringing in some of the most fire producers that I found and put into Top Dog that made a bunch of the, the hits. And then I raised Irv's price from 5000 to 100000 in six months. Jesus Christ. And in, in, the next, in the next year after that, 100000 to 250000 So at NRP, Irv was getting 250000 a track. Now I can make some money. Now I'm from now. I'm <laughs> now the motivation kicks in after that. Yeah, yeah. 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 That's, uh, but I was literally moving so much music. It was crazy. And that's so, really, that's the reason because of all of the production Earth yeah. was doing mm-hmm. with all these artists and the success he was having. Tommy Matola at Sony said, I want to buy beats from you. We go to meet up with Dave McPherson, mm-hmm. who's the vice president. At uh, Justin's restaurant, uh, which Justin's is a puppy's old restaurant. He used right. to own. Mm-hmm. And we go in there and he says, I don't want to buy no beats. I want to give you a record label. Wow. To which we're like, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And then we didn't, we do that. And then sure enough, man, it was crazy. We didn't have a name. He gives the contract at the table and Eric throws the contract back, says, send it to our lawyer, and we leave. Then we're outside doing, I don't know if there's an old commercial, oh, what a feeling, the Toyota commercial. <laughs> yeah, of course. jumping up like, oh, shit. Like, we couldn't believe that we were about to get a label. Uh-huh. And sure enough, that was the birth of the label. The, the name, when you ask where did the name come yeah, from, yeah. that's Irv again. We didn't have a name. 
Uh, we had Ja Rule did some freestyles with Clue, DJ Clue. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in these freestyles, we made him put in his rap certain names just so it seems like we already knew mm, we okay. had to get going. Just imagine Ja Rule was signed to Def Jam. He's not signed to Murder Inc. at this time. Oh, okay, okay. Benefit Avicii was on Def Jam. It wasn't on Murder Really? Inc. Yes. Okay. So, so we took it back from Def Jam after that. Hmm. But it took money and it took a lot of, you know, savviness to get them because they didn't want to let them go. Okay, okay. But we was able to do that. But so with Ja Rule, he's, he's in there, he's, he mentioned like lockdown, you know, different words just so we could say, yeah, that's the name of the label. That's <laughs> and then Irv is like, he wasn't really over the top excited about some of the names. And then we, he's watching uh, the Arts and Entertainment Channel, A&E, mm-hmm. and it's Gangster Week. And uh, they're doing a special on the the real Murder Inc. Okay. And that's the name of the group. That's Luc- Luciano, Albert Anastasia, mm-hmm. these guys. Mm-hmm. Murder Inc. And the the a narrator of this TV show for Gangster Week says, and it's the notorious Murder Inc. And he got the Tommy gun. The bullets come across the screen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's the notorious Murder Inc. And they made hits. And Irv fucking hears oh that. Oh my crazy. God. He goes fucking nuts. Calls me up. He called Rule up. Yo, I got the fucking name. I got the fucking boom, name. Boom. And and again, um, he says it's murder ring because that's what we do. We make hits. Okay. There now there now is, we, there I got I got understand with the name Murder Inc. Did it ever at first because of the word murder? Ever put the brakes on something when you got first got it started? Never. Mm. Never? Good. Really? Okay. One of the biggest mistakes. Or regrets we we would have in our career, me and my brother both. We allowed Leo Cohen and Russell Simmons and Dr. Ben Chavis tell us that we shouldn't have the word murder on the fucking name. Wow, okay. Mm. And if you remember, we went from murdering to just the ink. Yeah. Oh, yes, mm-hmm. that's right. And they told us they was going to, and Leo Cohen too, if I didn't mention him, he's in there too. And they, we're going to drop the word murder. We're going to, we'll do a procession and put it in a casket, and when mm. people open up the casket, oh. it's going to say the word murder. We're going to stop using this word murder. But, you know, mm. it, again, I just gave you exactly the essence of where this name came from. It's fucking yeah. dope. Yeah, I know yeah. it's a dope but name. It's for fucked sure. up because they didn't understand our culture. They didn't understand the way we talk or nothing. True. You know, I went through a full federal indictment and went through the whole trial in America. You know, it's 98% conviction. When mm-hmm. the feds come to get you, mm-hmm. um, and they didn't in inside of the discovery when we go through all of the information and what they're looking at, they really didn't understand how we talk, our culture. Mm-hmm. They can see that, yeah. And right. that was a big problem. So they're thinking one thing, and we're like, "What are you talking about? This shit means this." Yeah. <laughs> <coughs> it's like it's like one of those. Remember the if you guys watched The Wire. Remember they had to get this black girl to translate yeah. what these guys were saying on yeah, the wiretaps because the two white the cops are like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the government doesn't know anything until they get someone to tell them. Mm-hmm. That's right. And half the time that shit is wrong, you know. So just understand that's what they get. That's why cooperation is why they went. Mm. Of course, you know, yeah. If I get into that side of the business of life with incarceration and how they change the laws inside 
just to protect the guy that is telling because that's how they win their cases. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The people wouldn't tell. They wouldn't be able to get the information they get. They get most of their information because someone gave it to them. That's right. That's right. So, okay. Now, I want to know, was there artists that you wanted to sign and it didn't happen, bro? Man, there's a, there's a couple. <laughs> there's a couple artists. Um one is a Latin artist. Oh, okay. Daddy Yankee. Daddy Yankee, what? Yeah, okay. so my, my boys, Big Joe and uh, Adis. Again, we're not Latin. Mm-hmm. We're, we're black in Trinidad. And, and uh, uh, this this art, uh, my boys, I partied in a lot of clubs in New York, all of them. Mm-hmm. I don't care if it was Jamaican. I didn't care. I was in the club. If it was popping and it was girls, I'm in it. There you go. There you go. Always had some really great Latin women in there. So I was in a lot of Latin clubs. So Big Joe and uh, Adris, they was both the uh, like promoters for the clubs, and they would have all the biggest artists coming through. At the time, Daddy Yankee is nothing. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. they bring him to me and say, we want him to come sign with Murder Rink. This would be great. Y'all don't have a Latin artist. This would be a whole Latin side. Right. This and that. And again, I don't know what the fuck he's saying. I just felt music. <laughs> no, but it's true. It's, it's true. music. Yeah. Right. It's still music. You don't Absolutely. Need to hear it. So I'm listening. I'm like, and they was like, Chris, he does everything himself. He'll produce the album, blah, 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 blah. They give me the whole thing. So I bring it thinking I'm doing something and I bring it to Irv. <laughs> <laughs> oh, baby. What a mistake that was. <laughs> I was like, yo, we got this artist there, you know, this black <laughs> artist, Daddy Yankee. He's looking at me. He said, he said, he said, nigga, you don't know what the fuck he's saying. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I don't. But I said, I know it's hot. I said, I know it's hot. He said, man, I don't know what the fuck to do with that shit. He's urban, <laughs> like, meaning how to break. The record. Right. That's yeah, right. Yeah. You have to go into different markets now and that's Latin and we don't have that. Mm, yeah. got it. I was like, they got their whole team and Big Joe and them, that's what they wanted to do with them. Mm. But you know, Irv was like, hell no. Oh Damn. man. And that one's gone. But again, hindsight is twenty twenty, you know. Mm-hmm. You ever, you you ever bump into your brother and be like, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know why I don't? Because Irv is a creative, right? Yeah. And if you ever deal with, like, and he's really a different person. Like, I know Irv better than anyone in the world, right? So at the end of the day, he won't even remember this shit. Because he's mm. so focused True. at the time of what he was doing. Yeah. It mm. was so small uh, as a, of a thought, Yeah. right, for him it, that it's not even an issue. He's not even thinking about it. So okay. if I bring this up, he's not going to, the only one who's going to remember is fucking... Uh, Big Joe and, and Adrizia are going to be like, hell yeah, we was in your office. We talked to you. We mm-hmm. was with Irv. Like, mm-hmm. It's like, it's it's so crazy. And then you, even with um the other artists that I said, we, we I wish we could have got was uh that we had, but we was mm-hmm. un, un, at the time under a federal investigation going through the whole trial and Def Jam slash Universal wouldn't let us sign him. Oh. And, and that's Rick Ross. Oh. The big boss, baby. Oh. Wow. You know oh, what I'm saying? shout no. out Ross. You know, we had Ross, man. That's that we had him, and he wanted he was concerned, but Def Jam wouldn't give us the, the ability, the bread to sign him. 
Mm. But did Jay, Jay know about it? Because we told him, and Jay flew to Miami and went inside him. Because mm. Jay at the time was the president. Oh, uh, yeah, oh, Def Jam at the time. And he went and signed him. You know, I could go in. There's another artist I could say. I got two other ones. But I can't, I, I would be lying if I said I, I thought they was going to be successful. Like, I thought Daddy Yankee, we had a shot because I was in those Latin clubs and I seen the movement. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Rick Ross, I thought my man in Miami, shout out Unk, who's the mayor out in Miami, told me, yo, he's the one. Get him, get him. So when I heard him and I loved his vibe and then the movement in Miami was so crazy, I said, yeah. it. Right. So those are really the two. When you ask me, like the other two that I would say we had, a, we could have did was French Montana. Um, mm-hmm. Again, but no one could have told me they thought French was gonna go as big as he became. Shout right. out French. That's my brother. Like he was in our studios making his album, and I thought he was just doing Coke City DVD. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. <laughs> and he's in there making albums with one of our producers, Rick Steele. Shout out Rick, you know what I'm saying? And then next thing you know, he would ask me all the time, like, yo, when you finish in the studio, can I use it? And I knew him, but I didn't, you know, I, I just try to help niggas all the time. And I was like, go ahead, brother, you with Rick? Good. Y'all could make sure everything's good when y'all leave. Rick, you know what's up. Mm-hmm. But they, he would wait for us to get out. We would leave the studio four or five in the morning. Every morning, every night, he's outside yeah. waiting for us to get what? out so he can get in and start working. Yeah, determined, shit. You know, and he did it. Shout out, man! All credit mm-hmm. to fucking French. Um, you know, Shaggy had an opportunity with Shaggy. Oh, word! Yeah, yeah. Shaggy ended up getting one of the best deals in history. No? Yeah, Shaggy <laughs> did his thing. He did yeah. his thing, but you know, at the end of the day, this is as in as let's say at, uh, at the time I'm the VP of Murder Inc. and I'm an A and R. So everything came across my desk, man. Everything right. was coming, man. Everything. Crazy. So, Chris, yeah. your brother produced some amazing tracks. Yes. But when it comes to naming top producers, why does he get overlooked? Mm. How come he doesn't get mentioned? If, Is, in my opinion, you want me to tell Yes, again, please. We're speaking very con- candidly. I believe they want to eliminate Murder Inks in the history books. I wow. don't think they want to tell our story because of what we did and what we went through and the powers that be. You know, uh, Universal cooperated with the government against us. So wow. uh, they don't want to hear that. They don't want the world to know that. Um, so, but you know, Irvin's in the Guinness Book of World Records. Again, they, they got him listed down as the number one producer because he was at number one, I believe 48 weeks out of 52 <laughs> weeks or something like that oh and, as the producer. And that's like, he produced everybody that took over the number one slot. Right. Right. At one point, it was just pure fire coming out of murdering. murdering. Pure. At one time, it was anywhere you went, you couldn't stop it. It was all murdering. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it was insane. It was, I remember it was just absolutely insane. And, it, and You know, the truth is the matter is we got a documentary coming out on BET, a five-part series, and a oh, lot of these wait. stories you're asking about will come come I out. I can't wait. Okay. Yeah, it'll be out in June, end of June, maybe July. We're working on the last the date right now. Okay. So, Chris, I just want to get a quick recap about you being indicted by the FBI. Just a quick recap, because I know we can go into it in, in a lot of depth, Sure, right? sure, sure. So, like, I just want to know how, did, at first, when they came and, you know, they indicted you guys, and, and you were looking at, they're planning on giving you 20 years. Yeah. What the fuck were you feeling at that moment? Uh, again, I don't want to sound like, um, like, 
this wasn't the most serious thing in my life because it was. Mm -hmm. It's like I had a confidence that God wasn't going to do this to me. Okay. Nice. That's how strong my belief and faith is. That's the God's honest truth. I had one day that was, there was one day that lasted more than, less than one hour of feeling like something is wrong. Mm -hmm. okay. And it was during deliberation. So when you go through this process in America, like the jury goes in the back and then they can send out notes for the, the, to the prosecutor and your legal defense team to define legal information, mm -hmm. right? And then yeah. we're sitting with the, the prosecutor to make sure we agree because we can't send these notes back without agreeing. Okay. So if they asked the question, the one question that had me on the fence was conspiracy to money launder, what does that mean? Mm -hmm. Okay, if you know about the law, conspiracies, we're conspiring now, we're guilty. Mm -hmm. Talk to each other, we are guilty. This okay. That's why the federal system over in America put that in. You can't beat conspiracy because all it takes is two and you conspire. Mm, okay. Right? And if, if that person says this is what we talked about, it's very likely they're going to believe it, whether it's true or not. Mm. So the jurors sent out to, to, to the definition of conspiracy of money on it, which means we was only, we had, over 20 plus charges originally we got it down to just two money laundering and conspiracy to money laundering mm -hmm. this is how you know it was like a wish hunt because there's no way we should have got it down to two after being charged with 20 plus crimes. <laughs> right, right. Good call yeah. they just they just did this to make it it's all about positioning the government over here is man they are fucking vicious man yeah. it's about, you know it's more about their political careers than whether you're right or wrong it doesn't matter. So they positioned us so people was going to feel a certain presence. So when we go to jury selection, they might have seen all of that shit and kind of portray you as this monster, this crazy, whatever it might be. Now, remember, so we're going in with all of this negative, negative press. Already. Right. Every, they control the Post, the Daily News, yeah. all the newspapers. They control it. Right. So it's nothing you could do. We had a publicist that couldn't stop shit and we paid him a ton of money and he couldn't stop anything. So when you get to it, that, that conspiracy to money on it really had me shook. Mm -hmm. And I went out, I was screaming, my lawyer's like, calm down, Chris Collins, this is some bullshit because in order to get that to that charge, that means they already found us not guilty on the money laundering because they have to go in order. Oh, so yes, now they're going, okay, yeah, that's right. So if we're not guilty on money laundering, they can now make us guilty on conspiracy, which carries the exact same amount of time. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm oh. sitting there like, this is some bullshit. Like, oh. how are we going to be, because if we was guilty of that, this is not a non-point. They can't go back. Like, we're guilty right. of, if they found us guilty on that charge, they what? have to, we had to conspire to be guilty. That's right. right. That's right. So, and it doesn't add up more time. It just means it's still the same time, but it's two charges. But I went crazy. This is some bullshit. The prosecutors was laughing, like smirking and shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because you they, they know you're like, right. Chris, calm down. We're right. We're fine. I go out in that hall room, in that courtroom, and I literally walked in a circle, no bigger than 10 feet, just in a circle like this, mm -hmm. talking mm -hmm. to God. And after less, I would say it was 40, 45 minutes of the most. And then when I finished, I was comfortable. He let me know I'm all right. Nice. And, and again, I would be out every day. 
And my brother didn't do the same thing. Like I was out every day. People would look at me crazy because I'm on the front page of every newspaper and they see me like, <laughs> like a monster. I mean, I got all the articles. They would look at you and you're like, fuck out of here. You just keep moving and keep living your life. You know, me and my driver, Demi, at the time, I, I you know, I always had a driver. And Demi, he was like, this is crazy because every day he come pick me up. And what we do, we go to the oh, we go to here, we go, we go we out to it. a club during while you're in the middle of this shit. And my lawyers was like, stay home. don't <laughs> Because they want to cause no more trouble. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But at the end of the day, I'll probably go crazy sitting at home. Of course, real, man. Real. Of you course. I, mean? I didn't eat nothing but bread and water for the whole trial. Oh, wow. That oh. was just me on a mindset. Like, I'm going to do, like... That's you, all I ate every you, day. Hold every on a sec. You were like training? Or is this what you're doing here? Bread and water? Yeah, yeah. I'm getting prepared. <laughs> Bread prepared. and water. I love it, man. I love that's it. Cra- that's yeah. crazy. Being from Trinidad, you ain't wasn't out getting no roti or nothing. You nothing, know what I mean? Nothing, nothing. What? Nothing. You crazy, bro. A, a butter roll and some water, yo. Or, <laughs> or that's it, some orange so, juice or something. And that was it. But mm. anyone that that's hiding under a rock, we all know that you came out innocent you guys came out yes. on top that's right rightfully so thank god it was the, the, the you know it would have been the worst thing ever for what was just a quick because question. it was so we were so wrongfully accused like people ask me all the time would you do anything different and i said if i do anything different that means i'm doing something wrong mm-hmm. ah, good call. i did I everything like right yeah yeah. Again, and the reason I'm here is because I proved I did everything. Right. But Chris, like the, the accusation comes out of where? Where does it? Where like what? Like did they just There's take a hat? Donald uh, Donnell Nichols. I, again, in my lifetime, I've probably helped four homeless dudes. That three to four now own homes, doing very well. This one of the four, this guy Donnell Nichols. He got. He was super smart. Had no job. He was living in my office. I see all his clothes. I'm like, what the fuck is this? He's with the street team, and I'm like, whose fucking shit is in my drawer? All his clothes is in my drawer. <laughs> yeah. And I get to the bottom. It's his, and he tells me he has nowhere to live. All of this, but I notice one thing. Every day when I come in, I'm the first in and the last out. Mm-hmm. He was the first in and the last out every day. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking he's working. He was always on that computer. So I asked Dex, his boss, you know what I'm saying? He, he, shout out Dex. Dex is still with me. Uh, and I tell him, what's up with this dude? And he tells me, yeah, he's real good on the computer. He does this, this, and this. And I said, all right. And I talk to him and I say, I don't have money to pay you. I would never pay someone just to pay them because mm. I want to make sure you want it. Mm. This isn't a handout. This ain't no fucking charity. Yeah. I'm no sucker. You're not extorting me. There's none of those things exist in my life. Okay. You want something, you work for it. You want it work, I'm going to give you an opportunity to work. You show like me what that. you're worth, and then you'll get paid. Yeah. Right. And I told him what I wanted him to do. I put him on publishing and all these different things that I'm doing. And I said, you handle this, you do this, and we'll see what happens from there. Organize me. I told him, organize me. Start putting all of this shit in the, doc, in the docs, in the files, on a computer. And the, uh, the motherfucker was good. Mm. Started giving him money. He's got up. He's too smart for his own good. He's, you know those Skytail pages? Yeah. Yeah. He learned how to steal them and then hack them so they could be free. Oh, mm. for real? Okay. <laughs> yeah, but that's a federal crime. Oh, right. yeah, I guess so. so huh? He gets caught with with the Skytail pages, and then he has to go to do five years. 
Mm-hmm. To which he turns to wow. them and tells them, wait a minute. I got a better story if you leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> oh, wow, my really? God. And the nigga that I saved his fucking life uh, and put it, you know, did all this shit for him, put a story together that they bought hook, line, and sinker. Mm-hmm. Because we're with Skin of Suprema Griff, you can't deny that he was part of Murder Rink, still is. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean he did any crimes with Murder Rink, just mm-hmm. means he knew a guy that had a history. You know, okay. I was yep. part of I didn't know him like I knew him with his history. I knew him after he came home after twelve years and overturned his case. And that's how I know Kenneth Supreme Griff. I knew of him because I'm from Hollis and I fought niggas from South South my whole fucking adolescent life. Mm-hmm. So it's all my dudes when I found out I was fucking with him, he's the king of South South. What right. do you do fucking with him? I'm like, yo, he's a good dude. Mm. Mm-hmm. Once you get to meet him, talk to him, and then it was never no animosity. It was never no funny business. It was only thing that man ever did is help. Okay, okay. You know, and it's and and you know, you know, Jay Z. He helped Jay Z. He helped DMX. I mean, he helped all of them. Yeah. Snoop okay. Dogg. He his he helped Snoop Dogg. He helped like his reach was far. It wasn't just New York. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't worry, the movie's coming out on that too. We got everything can't wait, on that. Right. Yeah, the Supreme it. Team. The name of the movie will be called The Supreme Team. Oh, mm. that'd be dope, man. It's already in progress. It's going down out on Paramount Pictures. It's fire. Oh, that's it's dope. It's going to be right. crazy. So, Chris, you guys are in court. 50 is going at Ja. Ja's hands are tied. He can't retaliate <laughs> musically, music wise. He can't make a rap track. Yeah. yeah, he can't go at him. You know, things are fucked. What's going through Murphy at that point? Knowing that you're just getting pummeled you know, by this one dude, you, you know, can't do anything a, about it. You know, that's a great question, and I, I always challenge people because the perception of what really went on is so wrong. Mm-hmm. But these, when you ask that question, right, we're, we're doing over $200 million at the time with the trial, okay? Mm-hmm. So now, with Jabu Shanti Lloyd, basically, and Irv Gotti presents albums. That's really where all the money's being generated from. Those four main, oh, that's the four main entities generating all this revenue. Mm-hmm. Not one of our artists left us. No, Universal, that's true. I just told you, Universal cooperated with the government against mm-hmm. us. Yeah. I have no machine to put out music. That's right. And not one artist left us. You tell me, in the history of music, would that be possible with any artist? Because they, every artist I've seen always have problems with their label. <laughs> That's true, facts. True, yeah. true. I, 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 I always, I like to. When someone asks me this question, I like to give them these things so they can answer in their on their own. You know what I'm saying? No, I get that. That to me speaks volumes of who we are, right? And what we did for our artists and how we handled mm-hmm. our artists, treated our artists. That's the just the bottom line. If we didn't, they would have all had the right to leave us. That's right. Any lawyer would have got them free of their contract. That's right. Without a hesitation. Yep. If there was any issue. And put it on top of that, Irvin Shanti was in a relationship that was in, on the rocks, to say the least. Mm. And still so didn't now leave. imagine that. Everyone always asked me about that, too, when it hurt. And I'm like, let me go talk to your ex. Let me see what she would say about you. Mm. Not very nice things. Not, mm-hmm. not mine. <laughs> all right, that's all I'm saying. So it's like when you put it in perspective, like, you know, the way everything is perception and the way it was spun, 
because maybe because Universal was cooperating against, they wanted that negativity out there against mm. us. Wow. Maybe, yeah. right? Just yeah. think, doing that kind of revenue, all they did was transfer. When I give it to you in business, it's like, oh my God, you're right. Yeah. Well, transfer our revenue over to not G Unit. Mm -hmm. Everyone makes that mistake. He signed the fucking aftermath. That's, That's not right. to raise money. That's mm -hmm. right. G Unit was a fake imprint. Mm -hmm. mm. Uh, what's his name? Um, Game. I had Game first. Okay. Okay. He could be on the list of artists that he didn't sign. Mm. I had game first. I'm picking him up in Compton, taking him to the studio, the whole shit. Wow. He gets, gives me a call one day. Yo, Dr. Dre's going to sign me. I tell him this is the best shit you could have ever did. He's the best. Mm -hmm. We're like this with Dr. Dre. Irvin Dre is like this. That's right. Mm -hmm. At the time. Mm -hmm. Irv wanted to be Dr. Dre. That's his idol. Yeah. Okay. So at the end of the day, it was like, come on, man. It's like, it's all fake. It it's is fake. It's mm -hmm. fake. You know, it's all timing, right? It was all yeah. proper maybe timing. Hey, maybe 50 wasn't shot nine times. Who the fuck knows? But nine <laughs> was a good number. Because <laughs> Hey, no, seriously. It's Nas true. What did Nas talk about five times, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I like okay. that. That's facts, man. That. Mm -hmm. now, it's, uh, again, it's, it's just crazy. Now, was, was, is there, was there at any point, at one point, at any time, that this beef could have been squashed at any point? We tried to. Yeah. Multiple times. Supreme... Kenneth McGriff at one point was 50 Cent's manager. Mm. Mm. How was my my OG? That's right. Managing this guy and not allowing this to get fixed. How easy is that? That's mm. right. 50 didn't have no army of people. Murder Inc., we had an army of people. Okay. That's another fact, but that's misunderstood. Mm -hmm. He yeah. had a lot of cops as his security. <laughs> Serious. It's true. It's true. Okay. It's true. Like I'm not again. No, no, no. I when you do the research, you're right. I'm not a capping nigga. I don't know. Like you're the you're the biggest artist in New York City, and you got nothing but cops around you. Come on, man. Go party with the people. Let the let niggas touch you. Let like physically, you know, party with them. Mm. <clears throat> yeah. We party with niggas everywhere. I love that. No cops. No cops. Word, word, my, word. All my dudes. My main man was the head of security. That, that Supreme and me that brought in, and that was the end of that. And he took it. Everyone else's dudes that I want to come on. Mm. This is what you got, and gave him assignments. This is what yeah. you do. That's it. Mm. Okay, okay. Well, but you know, at the end of the day, you know, we talk about 20 years old stuff. I, I always talk about because I know people is curious about it. Mm. Yeah. If, you know, you weren't, if you weren't there, you didn't see it, and then. Again, you could be a G-Unit fan. I don't know, right? But I can, mm. I can dispel it all if you really talk to me, which I've done multiple times yeah, over yeah. and over again with people that... I said, I get you like their music. They got some hot songs. Mm -hmm. I'm never going to knock the reality. Like, niggas would see me partying the, in the club in the middle of the beef. They're like, yo, what you got? <laughs> <laughs> like, yo, this shit is hot. It's a dope track. Yeah, absolutely, man. Music is music, like you said. You feel it. You know what I mean? Feel it. What you want me to do? God damn, mm -hmm. that shit is fucking hard. <laughs> word, word. You know, but you know, check and it. I went through. I went through a lot of hell with that whole shit more than any because I was out. I'm outside. Oh, so, I guess so. So I would walk into a club. The DJ would shout me out, and then next thing you know, I hear a diss record. Mm. It's almost like the DJ's trying to incite the riot. So I beat up a lot of DJs. Are you fucking kidding me? 
And I would ask them, don't do that. This ain't a this ain't a club record. You know, you shout me out, then you play. And I would go up there with respect. Always. Oh wow. I lead I lead with respect. After Good. you don't give it, then I give it to you. That's it. Fucking but I lead right. with respect and I would talk to everyone and I never had an issue dragging somebody out of DJ. Damn, that that's fucking that's oh what a bunch of dickheads, man. Even wow. hey, this happened in Australia. What? I, we go to Australia. We're in Australia and the DJ wants to play. Shout out Ja Rule, Murdering, blah, 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 blah. And in all the disc records. What like, the fuck you know, is wrong with this dude? See? But see, in that era, what really they're looking to see is how you react. And they want the audience to turn and flip on you. Mm-hmm. They're testing yeah. you. They're mm-hmm. like, we don't believe you. Oh, That's wow. He was really right. Murder Rink, he didn't believe it. Mm-hmm. This is Jai Murder Rink. Again, yeah. everything I did was for Ja Rule. Let's make that clear. Mm-hmm. It wasn't because I had beef. That's right. This is all Ja Rule's beef that I inherited, and Ja's my brother. Mm-hmm. Right. Absolutely, man. And that's the bottom line to that. So when mm-hmm. I, everything I did, I tell everyone I have no problems. I said, I touched all of them dudes, man. Mm-hmm. Physically, my hands. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it means nothing because, you know, it, who can I don't want to do, I didn't want to do those things, but, it, you know, it, you was have to part of, it was part of what it was going on. Exactly. And if I don't react a certain way, I really felt in my heart, I swear to God, that I probably would have to go to live in Alaska or something. Yeah, but yeah, I, I feel you, bro. Like, right. See, that's how big of the swell it was. And when, when people see that that weakness, they all want to pick on you. That's mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. No, nah, I'm not the one to pick on you. Good, man, good. I'm not the one to pick on. For real, for real. And man. that's really my approach. That was my approach. The only thing, that's all it was. I don't, I'm not, and then all the dudes that was running, all the little things that was running underneath 50, I knew them niggas. Mm-hmm. Mm. I would see them in Miami, and I'd say, listen, I know where your mama lives. Don't play with me. <laughs> No, that's dead serious. Yeah, so, yeah. And they Love know. It. They know me. They mm-hmm. watched me put in work. That's right. Before all of this music shit. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, don't do that, man. Get your money with the nigga. But you ain't got to come at me with no funny shit. Right. Stay right. with something you see me. You don't say what's up to me. It makes me feel like you after me. Yeah, mm-hmm. 100%. Man, if we know each other, that means you my enemy or something. Absolutely. I'm never going to be the hunted nigga. I'm a hunter. And that's, you know, and that's, and and, you know, and that's what it was like back in the day, straight up. You know what I mean? We Mm -hmm. we had pride. We have, you know what I mean? That's us. That's men. You know what I mean? And we dealt like every, everybody in every city in America, damn near in America, all the hood niggas, we dealt with them because they all wanted in. Mm. I can see Irv is the hottest producer. He's this. They want to talk to Irv. They want him to make their artists hot. Yeah. I dealt with all of that. Me, physically. So it's like when people talk to me about it, I'm like, I did it. I don't need to prove it to nobody. I did it. Chris, and, and I came out with nothing but love and respect for damn near 99% of all of them. There you so, go. you know, everyone, you know, you're going to always get the one or two that doesn't want to Yeah, live. of course. You know, but it's all good. At the end of the day, I would tell them, get your gun. We could go out in the parking lot and figure it out. <laughs> for yeah. real, man. Yeah. I would, they would yeah. ask me, they would say, yo, I want to talk to Irvin. I'm like, but I'm talking to you. Nah, nigga, I'm talking. I want her. Fuck you. I'm like, what? I am her, bitch. That's what exactly it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was. That's how real it would get for me. Like it was like they would always come at me that way, and then I'm like, nigga, I am her. You can't talk to her without me, homie. For real. For and real. Matter of fact, real. shut up. You want to do something? Let's go outside. That's it. It is. You know. <laughs> Chris, Put let's up shut up. <laughs> let's fast yeah. forward now, man. Yeah. Ja destroys it in verses. Yeah. Look yeah. like he hasn't skipped a beat. Fat mm-hmm. Joe did an amazing job, also. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think Ja Rule won. Bam kind of disagrees with me a little bit. Honestly, I didn't think it was a contest. Even Fat Joe knows he lost. So at the end of the day, I don't know. You hear that, Bam? Someone just hates on somebody. What do you want to do? It is what it is. I always go to basketball players and use this as an analogy with shit like this. Um, You go to the NBA and you talk to all these players about who's the best, who's the best. And it's overwhelmingly Jordan. Yes. Mm -hmm. The ones that play with him, even these new guys... Or whatever, they all go there with their answer. And I say, How is you at the barbershop saying other than the guys that physically was there doing? Mm. It? So it's like when 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 the Joe gives it up and, and kind of conceded to the loss. Again, who who is anyone else to talk about? That's He's right. In the middle of the battle. He knows. <laughs> he knows. Now if you have an opinion, you don't want Jada to win. It's all good. I don't give a fuck about your opinion. <laughs> I really don't. It's I like, love it. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. What up in these things? These things. Listen, guys. These things don't bother me at all. You could say anything you want. It's like it's your opinion. Of course. You know, that- it, and I dealt with it physically, like. I walk into places and I would get right, and I talk to them. I say it's all right. You like his music, my nigga. You don't know him. You ain't fucking with him. Do you know I said I'm really murder ink though. Ah, if you really want that problem, it's really right here. Oh man, I would love to be there to see their faces. Percent of the time, bottles were sent to me, drinks were sent to me. Yo, you right, OG. My fault. Mm-hmm. I set him straight. You like his music. It's all right. Whatever the reason is, it's okay. Mm. But niggas don't know how to do that. You know, niggas get on their English shit. It's all good. Yeah, true. true, I'm, true. I'm cool with all of it. But Chris, so, sorry, sorry, man. Yeah. Chris, so after Josh smashes it on Versus, was there any excitement? Should there be a new Ja Rule album? Should he be going on tour at least? Like, the you dude know, didn't yeah. skip a step. <laughs> Man, that's that's a question for Ja Rule, not for me. How, what would you his, love? His, like to... I will sit here and tell you, no one walked in that man's shoes, mm. right? Yeah. And, and okay. Everyone could criticize that man all they want. Put them shoes on and see how it feels. Mm-hmm. At mm-hmm. the end of the day, I'll give you my brother because I I have a, a, a with my brother like this such a there was such a level of shock how the audience, the fans just flipped. You just were saying how everything he touched was crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ja Rule is no different. He was writing records for every fucking body, hooks for everybody. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Songs for R&B and fucking shit, like everyone. And then all of a sudden, all of this this complete pendulum swing boom. and completely, yeah, boom. It's like, fuck. So to sit here and for me to try and tell you like yeah he should have that's disrespectful because that that i know like i said i'll use my brother mm-hmm. was so fucking pissed of all the our, our labels money the amount of money he generated for them the artists that he saved for the labels these executives mm-hmm. and the way they all turned their back on him in the most trying time he was like fuck these niggas good yeah True. So you understand? So I can see an artist saying the same thing. That's why I can't answer that question. I can see that. Maybe he could be like, yo, what the fuck? Because in my opinion, the world got shorted on Ja Rule. Hell yeah. The yeah, amount of true. music that he would have given the world to make it a better place 
is not here because of what happened. I agree. People True. may not look at it that way. I know it's that way. Yeah. Because he was he's he is still an unbelievable talent. Oh yeah. To this yeah. day, still makes music to this day. Yeah. But put it out. An artist, you know, I tell artists I have an independent company called Adventure Music. And I mm -hmm. tell any artist, I said, you're not an artist until you release your music. Oh, yeah. 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 Right? You could make all the records in the world because most of them have it all in their hard drive, hundreds of records, never release the fucking song because they don't want the criticism. They don't got the balls to take this it. This is so it. true. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I'm like, you ain't, ain't no fucking skin. artist. They, they ain't, ain't got, got that stuff. thick skin. They ain't that's got that thick skin yet. You know? And that's the problem. So you know? they don't talk to me about you're an artist. And now with Rule, I'm not saying that's the case. But I also know it ain't easy to get slammed the way he was multiple times yeah. over and over, over and over, over and mm. over. Here, but here's a man 20 plus years later and he's still performing those songs to sold out crowds every fucking way. Like right. it speaks volumes that this... This game is so much lies, yo. It's so much lies. I, I, I hear you. I hear you. But me. It's crazy. Me, me, but me, again, me. for me to say and not being the one to walk through the fire. Yeah. I can't. So, I will not do that so, to my man. So on this aspect, me being a lyricist. Now, yeah. me, far as I'm concerned, lyrically, them two, I think Jaws a better lyricist. It's not even to me. Again, the you test. Hey. Bam, the test of time, yo. You it know was what I mean? Volumes. Again, you could, I, that's the reason 50 didn't want to do the verses. We we wanted 50. Okay. Oh, I was going to ask. I was going to ask. Nigga, he <clears throat> wouldn't do it because that'll ruin his fucking whole shit. It would ruin his shit. Mm, mm, mm. Because at the end of the day, the rec he has hit records. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, yeah. He hit records. And then what he tried to say to get out, oh, he got all these features. Yeah, nigga. He got all them features that he wrote every fucking word to. That's right. Mm -hmm. So it go. is what it is. It's like, yeah, you can't I dig it. Dig it. Dig it. It is what it dig is. It. But again, in my, and people say I'm biased, but I'm, I'm, I'm the one person that I promise you, I call a spade a spade. Mm -hmm. If you tell me something about my brother and it's true, I'm like, yes. Boom. There it, it is. You can't lie from the truth. You can't hide from the reality of what it is. So when someone brings these things up, I can easily go, come on. It's, he tried to be or, or Ja Rule. Mm. See, and I knew people inside of his camp. Dude, he came out me. with, with 21 questions. He did the exact same. He tried to do the exact same thing. It wasn't. God, man, listen to me. The, blue, the blueprint's all over them. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. And again, I put bars. You want Ja Rule started as a battle rapper. Come on, That's man. right. I mean, that's right. I, I, we, Irvin, myself, was bringing this nigga everywhere to battle niggas for the money. Mm. Come on, yo. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's a different era, a different time. He caught 50 Cent caught the perfect storm. Yeah, that's mm. exactly it. 100%. He caught the perfect storm. Here's his perfect storm. Drop it. Drop it. Universal cooperating against us. He signed to Dr. Dre, the arguably the best producer in the game. Got the best fucking sidekick with Eminem. Yep. Okay. Then add insult to injury, arguably the best music executive ever, Jimmy Iovine. Yep. Mm. Fuck out of here, yo. You can't. Yeah. You can't ask, ask for a better storm than that. And then when he comes out number one, 
If you was to talk to Jimmy Iovine, you ask him who sent him the first fucking bouquet, congratulating him in, in Champagne. Murder Inc., nigga. Mm. Great job. Unbelievable. We wasn't worried about 50 until Dr. Drake gave him in the club, nigga. Like, <laughs> you know what that record represents musically, sound, sonically, where it's going to go. We was like, oh, I remember this like yesterday. I'm sitting, we're all in my office. Yeah. I had the best system all in the office, so I had the big fucking speaking. <laughs> and we would watch BT One Fits in Park, and we all in my office, and uh, that shit came on. Doom, 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 doom. We was like, oh, <laughs> if we had Instagram, then you would see it. <laughs> Do you would need the song it even. Was like, oh shit, he got one. Do you know mm. what he did? About- it was a local record. See, that's everyone. Wanks, Wanks was local. What's mm. not gonna cross to the fucking so the fucking kicked it's the, regional. Uh, mm-hmm. And then in the club kicks the door down. And in the club comes in, boom, over. Uh, because what I'm gonna tell you another little little tip on what's within the club. You know, he's like, it's your birthday. Because everyone says, can you play a birthday song? They always end up dropping. In the fucking club because yeah. it, it's your birthday in the beginning. Mm-hmm. At first, when I first heard this, I was like, I don't understand what the fuck he's doing. But now I'm like, Ugh, every time it's someone's birthday, can you play a birthday song? Uh-huh. In the club is now the birthday song now. Yeah, he got he got one. That's one of fucking the crazy he got. man. You fucking know, but crazy. check but check it out, Chris. Yo, tell everybody a little bit more about this adventure music you got, man. Tell man, let the people that's know. A game changer. You know, let the people know. So think of all these stories I just gave you with Universal and everything. Yep. Adventure music is is uh, the antithesis, antithesis of the record label. We want to become polar opposite mm-hmm. in the sense of we want the artists to own the, the music that they create. And then we want to show them how to do it so they can do it right. So okay. education is where I lead with. I lead with education. I want them to understand um, what the record what a record means, the intellectual property, what does that mean? How does a record make money? Oh, you know, awesome. on top of traditional marketing, promoting, and everything else that goes along with putting out a record and becoming successful. And I have all the relationships um, to do so, right? And right. so you could, but again, I don't own your music. So you got to understand that word independence, what that is. That means mm-hmm. it's all on you. Mm-hmm. So I put the I put what I like to say I put the mirror up in front of all the artists so they eat what they kill. So they, the, I want them to look at what they're doing. Like I want them to look at everything they're doing first. Yeah, that's dope. But I have never yet to met an artist that blames themselves. They blame everyone but themselves. <laughs> uh-huh. uh-huh. And and of you know the reality is is if you're an independent artist, there is no one to blame but you. There you go. What what I like about what you're doing is you're kind of giving out a playbook and you're helping out on your end, right? Because I find if you're an independent artist, where the fuck do you go? Mm. What do you right. do? So it's a numbers game. Look, 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 look uh, Deuce, it's, it's a numbers game, right? We got we got three major labels. Let's just use those three. Sony, okay. Warner Brothers, and Universal. Everything, all the other labels are underneath one of them and brothers. Okay. Right? They're, you know, all like an Interscope. It's under Universal. Right. So it's under them, one of those umbrellas. You got those three labels. How many artists can they technically sign all those labels? Let's Not say many. a thousand. Is mm-hmm. that a lot? Yeah. 
If you look at the population, no, not at all. No, I'm saying for record, for music. We oh, for music. Is that a, a lot of artists signed to an all three? Me, labels. yes. Let's say fucking 5,000. Fuck it. I'm an old right. man. Okay. Fuck it. 10,000. They can spend <laughs> 10,000 artists, which we know is not a reality. Okay. But let's use 10,000. There's well over 20 million independent artists that want that deal. Yes. Okay. In the United States, I'm not talking about Canada. So there's a whole nother number for you guys. A lot lower. In America, where over the number that was given to me was over 22 million. Mm-hmm. I think that's short because they never count hip hop properly. But wow. let's say that's right. Independent artists in America, 10,000 of that, which is less than a quarter, a tenth of a percent, is all the ladies can do. I want the rest of that. I want the 22. Love that okay. number. I love that number. And then give them away. Because they're all not going to be Drake. Let's keep it 100. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Drake is one of one. Shout out, Drake. One of one. So I want to empower them with this information and knowledge that at any level, I could teach you how to you know, make money mm-hmm. if you follow these steps. Okay. That's it. Now, money in independence world is based on popularity or even in the major world, it's all popularity. That's right. So your check will represent the level of popularity you get to and the quality of music you make. Fair enough. That's it. So if you understand that, then there's no way you don't understand what I'm doing at Venture Music and Universal, Warner Brothers, Sony, in my opinion, should be shut down already. Oh, fuck Um, yeah. They should, they're dinosaurs. They shouldn't be walking around with human beings anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, think about if we had a T-Rex running around while we're in the streets. It's kind of dangerous. Eh? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's so true. Wow. I, I find eat, even, eat us up, man. even the radio for me is shit. Because if I put the radio on and I'm on my way to work and on the way back, I hear the same shit over and over. It's like they're playing nine to ten songs throughout the goddamn day. And yeah. I'm like, with all this talent out th- in this world, this is Why? the shit you're feeding me through the radio? Yeah. Why this Radio thing? is obsolete. Uh, like, uh, um, Let's go back to the essence of when we started with her, with Mike Geronimo. I said, Funkmaster Flex played the record, and that was it. It was over. Mm-hmm. You tell me when the last time a DJ played a record, and it was over. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, right. doesn't it doesn't happen No, because the internet... Mm-hmm. So you have to get on these platforms and all these other places to get seen and heard today. But it's because the reason it makes it so much more difficult is Flex only was on, let's say he's on for three hours, let's say four hours. Fuck it. It's still only four hours, 60 times four, right? Yep. It's mm-hmm. 240 minutes. It's That's all right. we're talking about in the scope of a fucking day. That's all we got to play. X amount of records. You're looking at 20 songs an hour, three minutes a song. There you go. Mm -hmm. Now we're talking. It's just numbers. And I would try to explain this to people because they asked me, Chris, how are you going to scale? I said, do you ask Vibe Magazine how many covers they can make? They only do 12, you motherfucker. (laughs) 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 That's how I'm going to scale. You're going to realize that everything cannot scale. Mm -hmm. Certain things is about you have to be the one. Mm. And that's what it is. It's and it'll be in a meritized system where it's only done based on success. It's not going to be because I could pay, right? Like yeah. a, radio, a record or radio station. And that's why labels don't want it because labels always wanted to control who will be popular. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who was the artist? They, they always force shit down your throat. Yeah. So once they did that, they owned that intellectual property and they knew they was good. See, so that's why they I, they look at me as a, I'm a disruptor. I'm, I I'm love someone it. that represents someone that could really hurt what they're doing. But right. it takes it takes the artist to understand what I'm saying. But, right. Chris, if you gave one advice to an independent artist, what would it be? Ooh, one piece of advice coming from Chris Gotti. One piece of advice. See, that's mm-hmm. a, it's a very broad. Uh, if they're putting out, if they already are putting out music, the yep. number one thing I would tell them is consistency. Stay consistent. Mm-hmm. Today, today, music is consumed so fast. If you're not consistent, mm-hmm. you'll, you'll be left behind. So talking about that, over the years, you know, uh, things have been so different. You know, social media, streaming platforms, it's in everybody's reach, right? Yes. yes. Is the music better, music business better back then or now? Again, people might think I'm biased, but it's definitely better back then. For Not because of the artists or anything. It's only because of one thing. And the attention labels put in to develop the artists. Okay, yeah. See, today they don't do that. They no. expect you to walk off the street because you have X amount of followers and they think you're a star. But no, being a star and making that music was taken so much more serious. So yes, artists today, I've been with these new artists and they'll go in and make four or five records in one day like it's nothing. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to sit here and tell you the substance is not the same. Yeah. Couldn't agree more, and that's man. the reason it's a problem. So again, and I'm not knocking these young guys, they're making incredible music. Mm-hmm. I'm a huge like little baby right now. I'm, I'm super. I love dirt, little dirt. Man, these dudes are killing it. And you know, it's, yeah. Again, the music I don't believe will be the same as the Ja Rule's music. No, right. I, right. and I just think with the content being so easily accessible to get out there, and you know what I mean, people are just coming out. Hey, they're making a ton of money though. Yeah, some are for real, for real. But they I just are making it. a lot of money from their streaming and everything. So it's just again, it's what today's is. Uh, but when you ask me that question, I'm a, I'm studying it from a music standpoint. Again, the the quality of content inside of those bars, yes, is not the same. Now, true. What's your opinion on um, like Snoop Dogg? Taking death row off of major streaming like uh, streaming sites. He's trying to fit in with today's times. You know, they say if you don't keep up with the times, you get left behind. He's I'm trying to make an sure NFT. Chris, an NFT scares me, bro. I don't. I don't know. It scares me. <laughs> well, you know, you know why it scares you. That lets you know you don't know what it is. You know, we fear the unknown. Man, we got you know a guy on here to try to explain it to me, and I'm just like, I don't. No, know. that's what I'm saying. Until mm-hmm. you understand it, then you're not gonna. You know, you would. You should have that fit. So, Chris, am I turning into my dad? Is this is what has, is yes. what's happening to me? Hey, fuck, hey, fuck. Hey, hey motherfucker, get no, Chris. Hey, yo, dude, bam, that's the goal. People say, you getting old. I said, yeah, well, what if I didn't get old? What good is that? Yeah, fuck. <laughs> we need to get old. The, the youngins have to take over. Here you go, man. Let, let us be, you know? But, yeah, hey, the NFT hey, shit scares me. It's, it's the, lay, lay, the lore of the land, man. You know, our job is, as we get older, we're the OGs, right? Yeah. Mm. Our job is to empower these younger kids so they go further i tell everyone with my kids i said my ceiling is their floor mm. i like that okay like so that. as high as i take it they're starting from there going up that's right so it's like, like come on we have to understand that as an og like this is what it is our job is to guide now that's right right our job is to guide now chris we've seen you on youtube i saw you your post on the gram we're both on clash tv you have yes. a new podcast called Shout giving them the Clash. business 
Anyway. Giving them the business. What's your show about, brother? I'm giving you the business right now. Brother. Oh, man, we learned a whole lot of business today. I'll tell <laughs> no, you that right yes, now. Yes, we did. Yes, we did. If I was giving you the business, I could be physically like giving you the business, too. <laughs> See, I love I love uh, double meanings, mm. right? You understand? Like, yeah, man. That's... Think of Bad Boy. Like Bad Boy Records was Bad Boy, Bad Boy, or you a bad boy? Like you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It was kind of that double meaning. Death Row had Death Row, and the Death Row inmates was an inmate on Death Row. On Death Row, mm-hmm. you know. Most so of I, Jay's I most like, of Jay's rhymes are all double meanings, man. Yeah, yeah that's mm-hmm. a double meaning. I'm giving you the business, like the education side. But if you if you come at me, I'm gonna give you the business. I love it, man. There you go. There you go. I love it. <laughs> you know, with your amazing career, bro. Yeah. What is your biggest accomplishment? Oh man, me personally. Yes, you personally. Your biggest accomplishment. Me personally, man. I got a lot of wins. Oh, your accomplishment list is long, brother. I do have a lot of wins. I got stuff that you guys have no clue about. Like, um, if I if I said, and me personally, that's a great question, man. I'm telling mm-hmm. you, I never was asked that question, and I never even thought about it till just now. And I'm sitting here, and I'm gonna put, I'm gonna put uh, my again. It's hard to not say murdering. But I'm not gonna say murdering. I'm gonna say my construction company is my biggest accomplishment. Okay. And, and that's me personally, uh, because I didn't know anything. Mm. I learned every trade. Wow. I didn't go to school, guys. I didn't, this is you're talking to a guy right from the hood. He did five years to get out of high school. I missed a whole year of school. That's why it took me five to get out of high school. Mm-hmm. Again, I'm a guy that if I see you do it, I can learn it. I learned you right. did. That's so right. I start construction and a guy named Ray Evangelista, who owned a company called Proof Construction, took a liking to me. And um, he told me, go with this guy, go with that guy, go with this guy, go with that mm-hmm. guy. It was all the different trades. Mm-hmm. So carpenters, tin knockers, and I learned every trade, electricians, plumbers. I mean, every trade. I could build anything. And I learned how to do that from nothing. And I learned how to read blueprints. I did surveying. I operated every machine except for a tower crane. Okay. Um, I built everything but a bridge in my construction career. God damn. Nice. nice. Yeah, I built, I built, uh, built like houses, high rises, everything, and I, I learned how to do it all from any position. So no matter what you was doing, I knew yeah. how to do it, and that's there really what I did in music. After that, that's why I took construction. When you asked me a question. And we, nice. we had a 37-man crew. We was doing over $40 million. It was me and my sister uh, built it from zero. From zero yeah. to there. And wow. leave the whole business to go into music with my brother. Mm. That is dope, man. That's a That's great, great story, though. Yeah. yeah. You know. So, Chris. Well, I feel you on that one because I'm an electrician, so I feel you. Dope. dope. You know what I mean? Dope. So, Chris, people can follow you on Instagram at chrisgotti187, right? That's right. chrisgotti187. Get me, you can get me uh, also at, um, you should sign up and follow Adventures Music. One is the Instagram or sign up at Adventure Music and it's A-D-D-V-E-N-T-U-R-E-S Music, M-U-S-I-C. And the reason I made it that long, again, it's, it's weird. I got 
adventures. I'm if you I spelled it with two D's mm-hmm. because I'm putting ventures together. I'm always adding in new ventures because oh, we're nice. a service providing company also. Mm. So there's always new services to help artists market and promote their products that I outsource, I vet, I make sure they do what they say they do. So I'm really protecting artists every step of the way at Adventure Music. Nice. I have all your links uh, in the com in the s- description on YouTube. All the links are there. Giving them the business, your IG page, adventures, adventures. Yeah. Um, uh, Instagram's on there. I got all Thank your links. You. Everyone, check that out. Uh, if you're an ind- independent artist, please do this. Uh, we've interviewed a few independent artists that has actually used adventures, and we heard nothing but great things about it. Like, it's, oh it's, man, that's dope. Thank you. You know what I mean? And you have real great supporters uh, about it. I and- was just, you know, I was just talking to my old attorney, Ron Swing. Shout out, Ron. He has a new company called Digital Disruption, and Again, we're looking into actually doing business together, adventures and digital disruption. Mm-hmm. But one of the things I said to him, I said, Ron, I don't know why, but my business is very sticky. Well, I do know why. It's because no one really educates these independent artists. Mm-hmm. No one, they can never really get a real person at these other platforms. They get automated, uh, automated Response. responses or something, and they're still stuck. And I try to explain to them. As much as you think you know, you're still stuck at that level. You're still stuck because you don't know more than that. And I'm saying we have more than that for you. You right. you know, the more you know, the more you want, the better it is for me. But remember, it's your business. I don't pay for your business. That's dope, There man. will be a point. There will be a point at Venture Music will have uh, the funding for all arts. I'll gotcha. say everyone that comes in, not like they're all getting these crazy deals. But yeah, yeah. Again, an independent artist, if I could give them $500 to, to market and promote something they're doing, that's way, way more important to them than if they put it in their pocket. That's how I look at it. Yeah, I don't sure. put money in their pocket. I'm putting it into their projects. Mm-hmm. This is what you're really trying to be. You're trying to be an artist. This is where you want your money. Now, yeah. it's not, not your pocket. It's, I'm figuring out how to get it for you. And this is where it will be. Adventures will have that for every artist. Is there a few artists on there? You'll scale based on how big you are. So if you're really big, you'll get a real number put to you. If is there a few artists on Adventures that people should be taking a look at that you that impressed you? Listen, there's a there's a bunch of artists today's game. So, man, that's another great question. But the the truth again, uh, honest, my truth, my honesty is. I have heard so many great artists that I think could be really great. And it's crazy because in today's industry, the way it's set up, they still can't get a deal. They can't do nothing. And in my situation, the way I'm set up, I can't afford to do it either. Yeah. Mm. Right? And it's it's just different. And it's like, damn, man, they need they need a system. Mm-hmm. They need to be in the system, really. So I, you know, I don't want to name one because then the other ones be like, hey, <laughs> okay, yeah, it feels you know? a bit like a little setup. No, no, but I get that. I definitely, get that. I promise you, I have came across a ton of artists on adventures, and there will be a time that again, see, if I'm preaching and teaching independence, right? You tell me if I'm wrong in thinking this way. Okay. So why would I want to sign them? Right. I know, but you wouldn't I'm be... showing them how to do it on their own. You what do they tell you? You teach a man to fish, you can eat, yeah, eat that's forever, so true. Right? That's if right. I feed him fish, he's stuck. So they this they want me to feed him fish and then they want to complain about the deal they get next. It's like damn if you do, damn if you don't. It's so true. It's so true. And I'm like, listen, you could do it. You could do hmm. it today. 
Yeah, take, you're right. It takes persistence, consistency, and quality. Mm. Yeah. And then you have to have your direction. You Again, there's no two artists that did it the same. You're not going to do it like anyone else. Go blaze your fucking path, and that's it. There you go. But, you know, everyone wants the shortcut. They want the cheat code. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there is no cheat code. There is no none. cheat code. If there was, guess what? Universe would be bigger than fucking Google. Yep, that's right. They would just keep doing it, keep doing it, keep doing it, and have all the fucking artists. They're the biggest label. They have all the relationships. They got all the money. Mm-hmm. You know, that's cuts. the other misconception. All right, I got that bag. All right, well, all you got to do is put that bag to work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You just hand that bag to someone because all they're going to do is rob you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, and I turned down those bags. So people, my, my reputation's got to be great because people tell me they want to give me so much money to talk to me. I'm like, why? You can catch me at my event and get it for free. Mm. Keep there your you money. Go. I don't there want you, you that way. Chris. I'd rather see you spend that money on the on a record and marketing and promoting. Yeah, no, you're right. And I'll do the service with you, but you got at least. But you know, there's so many great services out here. You just gotta know. That's right. That's yeah. right. Know about them. Yeah. Chris, I'm happy you're still in the game, man, and you're really? still helping yeah, out the, the the young independent artists, uh, keeping music They'll never definitely take alive. Me alive. Love <laughs> it, bro. You have a story. I can't wait to hear to see your five part documentary on BT. Man, yep. I'm telling you, everyone, tales two things. Tales uh, season three is going to be incredible. It's going to be epic. And that five series documentary, mind you, we did not do this documentary ourselves. BT paid for it. They Love controlled it. it. They did mm. all the fact checking, so what you see in it, they're gonna, it's gonna be proven out. Okay, Chris, five part series is great, man. That's yeah. dope. You've been on our podcast, man. We love you. Yes. Uh, you're a yeah, part of the team. You. Anything you do, we help promote, man. We appreciate oh, having man, you, you on here. You know, I will do. I will definitely reciprocate, man. I appreciate you, you, know? you man. I appreciate it. Thank you. And thank shout you. out yeah. Clash TV. Absolutely, yeah. man. This episode's you know? going on Clash for sure, my man. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Chris, Bam, All peace, right. man. Have a good night, peace. guys. Later. All right, shout out Jay. He ain't. We ain't shout Jay out, man. Jay, Jay from City Bookings. What yeah. up, Jay? Bookings, <laughs> Later, bro.